Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone. You are listening live to your Catholic radio station, Real Presence Radio. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the mothership here in Fargo, North Dakota, from... Uh, well, shall we say we're moving from cool to brisk? <laughs> it's a little nippy out, but hey, you know what? We're in North Dakota. We're used to it. I was just talking to Eli. By the way, Eli's producing. Thanks, Eli. Uh, about, uh, he says, yeah, we were kind of kind of spoiled for the uh, December, January. It wasn't too uh, sad about having the record warmest winter so far. And, you know, we got through December and January so well. So a little cold snap here in the middle of February. Hey. We can do it. My name is Tim Mosier, your host today. Thanks for joining us. I've got a great, great show planned for you. Well, let's face it, uh, the producers planned the show, so that's kind of nice. We have Bishop David Kagan, of course, Bishop from the Diocese of Bismarck. He'll be our first guest. We have Chad Prasowski and Chris Haycraft from Catholic Charities North Dakota. We'll be talking about a great initiative here uh, that the USCCB has put together that we're going to be actually starting here in the Diocese of Fargo uh, next month. We'll talk about that, and then I'll share some of my thoughts with you with something I like to call campus conversations. I spent uh, over 30 years on college campuses, coaching, teaching, doing all that kind of stuff, and over those over that time, we've had uh, lots of interesting conversations. So I'm going to share one of those with you today, and then we'll have Christopher Dodson, who is, of course, the executive director of the North Dakota Catholic Conference. He's uh, the speaking arm, basically, for Bishops Kagan and Fulda and the Dioceses of North Dakota when it comes to legislative issues. So that is our program. As always, we begin with a prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to glorify you, Lord. We ask you to be with us, Lord, as we seek to bring your truth and your light into a world in such great need. We thank you for the great shepherds you've given us, all the bishops in our listening area, especially Bishop Kagan as he shares his wisdom with us this morning. Guide them, Lord. Help them. Protect them as they're under great spiritual attack. Help us pray for them. They are our shepherds, and we thank you for them. We also ask that you be with all our legislators as they make the laws, make them just laws, make them in accordance with your law, with universal divine law and the natural law. That is the basis for a just law. We put all this at the feet of our Blessed Mother and pray for her powerful intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of life and justice, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, we'd like to join Bishop David Kagan of the Diocese of Bismarck. Uh, Your Excellency, welcome to the show this morning. Thanks very much. Thank you for having me. Oh, we so appreciate you being here. Thank you for taking the time. I have to tell you, I've never met you personally, Bishop, but I did a lot of, of work with uh, Chris Kraft and uh, 
uh, Amanda, oh, yes. and yes, and and Ed, you know, so my, my, I call my three amigos, my three partners in crime. There, right? <laughs> they, yeah. they, they were nice enough to. Amanda actually reached out to me. You know, the the whole North Dakota March for Life was a was a Bismarck a Bismarck Diocese, you know, thought initiative, and uh, they right. reached out to me and asked if I wanted to be part of it. And I was I was just so blessed to to walk that journey with them, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and have you. It be, was a great event. Yeah. Wasn't it though? Exactly. And thank you for your part. You know, behind the scenes, I mean, people don't realize. For instance, you know, getting the permit and everything, you were instrumental mm-hmm. in that bishop. And so we want to thank you for all that. So, oh. yeah. Well, let's let, let let's talk a little bit about that. Um, maybe you can take us kind of from the beginning, the genesis of this idea, and how maybe take us how you had to you know go through and get the permit and all those kind of things. Then we'll talk about the event itself. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, given the pandemic and all that surrounded that, uh, we had been going back and forth, you know, would it be wise or prudent, you know, to do what we've been doing uh, for the past several years and have several buses full of our uh, young people and chaperones and and Catholic adults uh, make that trip, uh, still make the trip, all the way to Washington, D.C., and as things continue to kind of develop, you know, uh, health-wise, we decided it just wouldn't be prudent to do that, but uh, we didn't want to just not do anything, and so we began kicking around and uh, concluded, uh, why don't we do our own North Dakota March for Life, you know, at the Capitol and so forth, and and honestly, uh, uh, Chris and Amanda and those who were helping them, they did the yeoman's work in, in getting it all put together, for which I'm very grateful. And uh, uh, at the appropriate time, uh, we applied for and got the, the permit uh, to do this uh, at the Capitol. And uh, things just really, I, I'm, I'm convinced it was, God's will we do it this way at least this year because there really weren't any major obstacles that I'm aware of uh, that we had to overcome and uh, things moved right along and uh, in spite of it's it certainly wasn't as cold on that day as it is today here but uh, uh, it, it you know I can't say it was like a balmy 55 or 60 degrees either but uh, I was I was just thrilled to see that many people uh, uh, come. Not uh, we had our our students from our high schools uh, uh, across the state, uh, the University of Mary, but a, a good representation of uh, adult Catholics and non-Catholics as well, uh, who uh, are support life and and all we're trying to accomplish and. Uh, you don't get a good from where we were on the Capitol steps with uh, Father Vashek, who did a great job as the MC, and then with Senator Kramer, and then the two of us, uh, 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 the religious uh, representatives up there. You don't, you couldn't get a good uh, idea of just how many people were there, but you knew there were a lot there, and then afterwards. I forget who showed me a picture taken from higher up, uh, and it, it really was uh, many more people 
than I uh, uh, expected to be there. Um, and so it was, it, it really was a, um, a, I think it was a, a unifying moment uh, for us. Uh, and I think it was good for if they were paying attention or not. I mean, they were probably doing other business. Uh, the legislators, uh, if they noticed, uh, couldn't help but notice either. Uh, and I, as I reflect on it, uh, the people were just as, as joyful and, and enthusiastic for life here at the Capitol as they are in marching uh, to the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. And that's something that always seems to get people's attention. Uh, you know, they're not angry, they're not throwing bricks and bottles and all of that stuff. They're very joyful in marching for life. And that, that to me, that's, that's what I... I always keep coming back to and that's exactly what I saw uh, uh, when we marched for life here at the end of uh, January. So true. We're talking with Bishop David, David Kagan. Sorry, Bishop Bishop David Kagan. There, I can say it. Of the Diocese yeah. of Bismarck. Thanks so much for being with us. You, you say so many great things, Bishop, that just kind of, you know, just hit me right between the eyes, which is good, you know. This is a very ecumenical effort. You can be of any religion, and really of no religion. This is a human rights issue, and so everyone... Right. Like you said, it's a very unifying event. You're absolutely right. And then that joyful witness, and I think the witness especially, right, of the youth, you know, this pro-life generation, they get it. They know. Talk maybe specifically a little bit, Bishop, about the youth and just, you talked about University of Mary and the high school students, but just our Catholic youth in general, especially here in the, you know, Upper Plains are just so pro-life, so so uh, it's amazing and then the joy and the energy they exude is just so inspirational well it is and as if as i've always said uh it's not just a slogan our young people really are the pro-life generation and they will be the ones who will uh, in God's good time, overturn Roe v. Wade and bring our country back to, you know, some sanity mm-hmm. with regard to the res- the respect for life, you know, that uh, we simply have to have, otherwise we're doomed as a country, you know. And uh, uh, any politicians who can't figure that out, I can't figure out how they can be elected to be uh, any kind of representative of the people. So uh, it's uh, it, it, it's it's that specific uh, joy that you know is so attractive uh, to others, but also it's it's totally confounding to the people uh, who think every young person should be contracepting and uh, uh, on the outside chance someone that gets pregnant they why well, of course they should have an abortion our young people reject that mm-hmm. and if they don't do it in a mean way they just exude that that joyful pro-life uh, attitude uh, that just translates into uh, 
you know, good actions. And uh, as I say, I, I'm I'm convinced that's going to be uh, uh, what eventually uh, reverses that ridiculous decision uh, that was made in '73. Anyhow, but uh, um, it, it the movement is in the hands of our young people, and, and that's I'm convinced that's in good hands. We should all be supporting and praying for them, uh, and they will do it. You know, they, uh, uh, they're they determined. Uh, this shouldn't be part and parcel of our culture and society. Amen. So true. It is obviously an unjust law. It, it violates the truth, the moral law, the natural law, the universal, yeah. of course, God, God-given law, absolutely. You know, you talk about uh, the prayer and all that we need to be praying for him. I think one thing in particular, so many people are excited. So as we would go through these meetings, you know, Bishop Kagan, you know, Chris and Amanda and Ed and myself yeah. and then the rest of the committee, one of the things we talked about a lot was, okay, you know, you know mass numbers, because we wanted this, this whole event was respecting all life. And we talked about things like, right. you know, we'll wear masks, we'll social distance, we, we, you know, we're, we're going to cross the street safely, we're going to you know, not leave any garbage. Right. I mean, we wanted to make sure that this was this ultimate witness, because the Catholic Church many times is accused of, well, yeah, you, you protect babies in the womb, you know, whatever, but right. you know, right. what about all the other life? And, and really, this is from a womb to tomb. The Catholic Church really teaches about respecting well, all life. Yes, and that that's one of the straw men type arguments that the pro death people always you know you're just concerned about you know the children in the womb. What about you know every the church? You know that's you know it it would take me too long, and we don't have enough time to debunk that. But that's easily. I mean, it's 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 a ridiculous illogical and stupid, frankly, argument, because it's untrue. Yeah. It's just false. <laughs> anybody, anybody who can read and comprehend what they read, just pick up the real social teachings of the Church and begin to read. Uh, it, it, the Church's teachings, uh, as you know, they're a direct result of the moral teachings of the Church, and, you know, uh, it it extends uh, to every person of whatever age or uh, ability or disability, and uh, it, it, that's why it, the church is under attack so often because it's the clearly the only visible institution left in uh, in the world that actually stands for something, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it, the church has always had enemies and inspired by Satan, and they're always going to be enemies. But we rely on the promise of our Lord Christ that uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against us. And uh, I think, again, with confidence, we just keep speaking and living the truth, and that good example will change hearts and minds and... uh, in the end, the truth will be victorious. Absolutely. That joyful witness to the truth, as you mentioned, is so yeah. important. We're talking with Bishop David Kagan of the Diocese of Bismarck. You know, another thing we talked about a lot on the on our little video chats here is um, everyone, so many people, the, the Mass. You know, you, of course, celebrated the Mass at the cathedral. Uh, 
you know, it was as full as it could be, right? And maybe just talk right. a little bit about that and just the wonderful idea of bringing prayer, bringing Christ, bringing our faith fully into this to prepare for this march and, and this day. Well, you know, in years past, uh, I would celebrate a Mass uh, for our young people uh, from this area, uh, and then they'd immediate and their chaperones, and, and we would send a... a uh, a diocesan contingent. Uh, we would. Uh, it would be a, a mass to send them off. Uh, you know, with our prayers and uh, support. And uh, as soon as mass was over, they get on the buses and begin that long. I don't know. Is it twenty-two or twenty-four hour drive uh, from Bismarck uh, to uh, to Washington D.C. Uh, and so that's the one thing uh, we didn't want to not do. And so we arranged, uh, again, and I, I'm, I'm grateful that it was done that way, I had Mass at the cathedral uh, for adults and others uh, who weren't uh, at one of our schools around the state, uh, and then Mass was offered in the uh, the schools uh uh, for those young people, and then as soon as Mass was over, everyone kind of got together and started the uh, the March for Life uh, to the Capitol, and uh, it really did. It, it was wonderful, uh, and there's no better way uh, to uh, uh, not just begin the March for Life, but to recognize uh, that in the Mass, which is the unbloody representation of the sacrifice of the cross, that it was through the death of Christ that we have true life. And, uh, you know, armed with the cross uh, and carrying it proudly, uh, life prevails. Yeah, amen, amen. Talking with Bishop David Kagan, the Diocese of Bismarck. You know, another... Uh, thing that comes to my mind, of course, is a lot of times th- this word pilgrimage, which is true, you know, having this be a, a spiritual event where certainly we're, we're respecting all life, but having that mm-hmm. that element of obviously Christ, the Mass, the, the walk, the pilgrimage, kind of a mini pilgrimage uh, right. that, 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 uh, that they usually do to Washington, D.C., but there's a mini one, but it was still a great pilgrimage, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was wonderful. And... Uh... You know, and as I say, the weather wasn't especially nice. Uh, it, no one complained. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, fortified by uh, the graces uh, of the Mass and you know, the body and blood of Christ, you know, people take up the mission, and uh, uh, they did it. And uh, I, I, anyone who cared to watch, uh, they couldn't help but be edified uh, by these uh, young people and everyone else who who marched with them uh, to promote and defend the dignity of human life. Amen. Amen. That's that's so true, Bishop. You know, uh, we have, um, as you mentioned earlier, the whole idea of the right to life. People even who are are pro-abortion one of the things that gets me, they don't understand that they're actually, they're putting their own life at risk because now you're saying you have of to course. live up to some standard in order to be worthy of life, you know, that yeah. no one can ultimately no, live up it, to. 
Of course, and it's it's a it's a corruptible human standard, which is always relative, and uh, uh, the only standard we uh, must live up to is the eternal standard, which God Himself, uh, in creating us, uh, instills in us that inherent uh, image and likeness of Him in which we are created, and that gives us that unique human dignity. And uh, everyone should be grateful that uh, we don't have to rely on some other human being's decision regarding am I worthy of life or not. God has established that for us already by giving us life. Amen. So well put, Bishop. Bishop, we have about 30 seconds left. Would you give us your blessing uh, before we go, please? I shall. Blessed be the name of the Lord, now and forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bishop, just, just a word of thanks. I think I speak for all of us in our listening area and beyond. We so thank you and all our bishops in this area. You're so uh, supportive of life, so supportive of the church. You're great shepherds, and we really appreciate your well, leadership. Know of our prayers. You're very kind. That's the best gift you can give me is just your prayers. Amen. All right, thanks so much. That's Bishop David Kagan of the Diocese of Bismarck. Thank you again, Your Excellency. Up next, how can we find and help moms in need in our area? Find out next. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 